Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Peter said each time, you know, I love you. And what did Jesus say? Here's the higher calling upon your life. There are sheep outside the kingdom that are wandering. Sheep that don't know who I am. Feed my sheep. Tend my sheep. Take care of my lambs. In other words, make me known. Here's your higher calling, Peter. It's to make me known. It's to testify of my love. Now, a lot of times people, and I hear this in churches all the time, and you do too, and it is so wrong. The Great Commission, the higher calling to reach people with the love of Christ does not belong to pastors. Good morning, and welcome to Peace to You from Peace Church in Arvada, Colorado. What is the purpose of life? That's a very existential question, but the Bible answers that question very clearly. Pastor Dave Allman will explain this in his message entitled, The Higher Calling. Now, here's Pastor Dave. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Some of you know this about me. When I was uh, just a teenager, and actually before then, I really didn't want to be a pastor. I wanted to be a sports announcer. And I would go to Old Bears Stadium. I remember, how many of you remember Old Bears Stadium used to be called that? Then it was Mile High Stadium. And now it's, what, Invesco at Mile High, Sports Authority at Mile I can't figure out what it is. But anyway, I'd go to the stadium. I'd get out a tape recorder. And I'd broadcast the game into the tape recorder. And I even developed a voice like those announcers have, you know, where it's really low pitch. Two balls, one strike, runner at first base. There's a shot to right field. It's way out of here. It is gone. That kind of thing, you know. I've often wondered if those announcers talk to their wives like that. Hey, honey, what's for breakfast? You know, that kind of thing. You know, I developed the voice, and I thought that's what I'm going to do. But God had a different calling for me. I went to St. John's College in southeastern Kansas, and I did broadcasting there, and I wrote articles for the newspaper doing sports-related things, and I really didn't like it. And I didn't know what I was going to do with my life, and so this guy said, you're pretty good with people. We have a new Greek professor. His purpose is not to flunk guys out as a previous professor. You should take Greek and see how you like it. So I did, and I did really well, and then I got down on my knees, and I said, Lord, if you want me to go go into the ministry, open the door. If that's your calling for me, open the door. And he did, over and over and over again. But I want to tell you, that was not my higher calling in life. I would received my higher calling in life some 18 years before when I was baptized. You see, Being a pastor is a vocation of mine. Yes, it's a calling, 
but it's not the highest calling and the highest claim upon my life. And it isn't for you either. There is a higher calling placed upon your life that is more important than anything you could ever imagine, want, or know. It's more important than fact, past, education, money, circumstances, successes, or failures. It's more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It's more important than what people think of you and how they evaluate you. It's more important than your job. It's even more important than being married or having kids. This higher calling. And the problem is, sometimes we forget this higher calling, much like Peter. We forget this higher calling upon our life. Now remember, Jesus appeared, we talked about this last week, the first time Jesus appeared to Peter, it was just he and Jesus. How many of you remember that from last week? He made a special appearance, we don't know exactly what he said, but we can almost surmise knowing and understanding the perspective of Jesus and his heart for Peter and knowing that Peter had fallen, I can't imagine Jesus saying something like, I, I told you so, I knew you'd mess up. That was the first time. And then the second time was later that day when he appeared to Peter and all the disciples, okay? And then the third time that Jesus appeared to Peter was a few days later, again on Sunday morning, all the disciples are there, including Thomas, okay? So now we come to the fourth time, actually the third time he's appeared to the apostles, but the fourth time he's appeared to Peter. And here's the scenario of the story, okay? Now Peter had received this higher calling from Jesus, had seen him now three times, but Jesus hadn't shown up now for a few days, maybe up to a week, maybe two weeks, hadn't seen him. And so he thinks, what am I going to do now? And so he goes back to what he knows. What was Peter before he was called to be a follower of Jesus? What was Peter? A fisherman, right? And so he said, I don't know what to do. I don't know what we're supposed to do. I'm going to go fishing. And he brought a bunch of disciples with him. So they're out there on this Sea of Galilee, if you will, And he kind of forgot his higher calling. I know you're thinking, well, Pastor Dave, what is that? You see, you're doing certain things, maybe husband or wife or father or mother or sister or brother, or you work someplace in a chosen vocation, or maybe you're retired or whatever. But a lot of times we carry out those things and we forget our higher calling, the higher claim of God upon our life, and we forget about it. And so if we don't incorporate and integrate the higher calling of life into being a father and mother, sister, brother, parent, child, whatever it is, your chosen vocation, if you don't integrate this higher calling, your life lacks more purpose. It lacks more meaning. And so you're probably wondering, what, what is this? higher calling. Well, despite the fact that Peter had forgotten what his higher calling was all about, Jesus appears on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, and he calls out, remember this, we, he calls out in a voice, hey, have you caught any fish? And the disciples are out there, and they said no. And he says, cast your nets on the right side. And they do, and remember, John says it's the Lord, and Peter's so excited, he swims to see Jesus and all that. How many of you remember that? And what is Jesus doing? What's he doing? 
He's cooking breakfast. He's serving them. And in a way, even though Peter has forgotten about his higher calling, he's restoring him once again. He's restoring the relationship. He's cooking breakfast. He's serving the disciples. 2,000 years have come and gone, and Jesus still serves us. He serves us by giving all that we need, listen to this, all that we need to support this body in life. Many times we think, well, the reason I have a place to stay, I have a roof over my head, I have food on the table, I have clothing on my back, all this kind of stuff is because of what we do. Remember who provides all good things. Every good gift that we have in life comes from one source, amen? And many times we forget that. So Jesus serves us every day by taking care of our physical needs, but he serves us by being willing to go to a cross and bear our sin and pay for it, and then three days later, rising from the dead. He serves and restores us by allowing us to be saved by grace alone, through faith in Christ alone, solely because of what He's done. He serves us today by giving us forgiveness, even though we don't deserve it, by giving us the promise of eternal life, even though we haven't earned it. So he restores us and he serves us even to this very day. And now, folks, he calls us into this higher calling. What is that higher calling? Well, Jesus had reiterated it to Peter about three years before this text that was, is before us right now. Here it is. And you might have remembered us talking about this. Pastor Tim talked about this maybe two or three weeks ago, and I did as well. But the first calling that Peter received to be a, a disciple of Jesus happened this way. When Peter was fishing. Jesus said, uh, all these people are pressing in on me, and uh, I don't know what to do, and so I'm going to get out in the boat, and I'm going to go a little bit further out there in the Sea of Galilee, and then the water will project my voice more effectively, and I'll do some teaching, and that's exactly what he did, okay? He teaches all the people, and then he dismisses them, and now Peter thinks the day is done, and guess what happens? Jesus says, go fish, and Peter says, we've been fishing all night. But because you said it, I'm going to do it. And so they go and they fish, and there's so many fish that they need another boat to come and help them. So Peter realizes this is an incredible miracle. I think I know who this is. This is the Lord, the Savior, the Messiah. And he comes to him and gets down on his knees, and he says this, away from me, for I'm a sinful man. Now, I don't know exactly why he said that, but he recognized his own sinful condition. And he realized he was in the presence of God, in the presence of holiness. And he felt so unworthy to be there. So he says, get away from me. I'm a sinful man amongst the Holy One of God. Now you think that Jesus would wag his finger and say, I know all about you. I know what you've done. You're right, you're a sinner. But what does Jesus say? He says, fear not. You've been catching fish. From now on, you're gonna catch men. This is the higher calling. To see people brought into fellowship, a relationship, a faith understanding of who Jesus is and why he came. This supersedes any other, listen to me, any other calling you have in life. And Jesus reestablished that higher calling to Peter on the shore of the Sea of Galilee when he's cooking breakfast. And then he asks these questions, Peter, do you love me? He asks not once, not twice, but three times. 
Peter said, each time you know I love you. And what did Jesus say? Here's the higher calling upon your life. There are sheep outside the kingdom that are wandering, sheep that don't know who I am. Feed my sheep, tend my sheep, take care of my lambs. In other words, make me known. Here's your higher calling, Peter. It's to make me known. It's to testify of my love. Now, a lot of times people, and I hear this in churches all the time, and you do too, and it is so wrong. The great commission, the higher calling to reach people with the love of Christ does not belong to pastors. Well, pastor, really? Isn't that your job? I mean, you and Pastor Tim proclaim the gospel, you share the message, and we pick up the tab, right? I mean, we'll pay the freight. You do your thing, you're on the radio, we have kids. we have all this stuff that's happening in our church. I mean, really, does the Great Commission, this higher calling of making Jesus known, does it really belong to the church? What do you think? Yes or no? No show of hands, but if you said yes, ding, 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 yes, you got it right. It's a higher calling that God has placed us in wherever it is that we're at in our community, in our homes, in our workplaces, in our schools. And the number one priority that he's called us into is not only a relationship with himself, but also to testify of what he's done. Look at this verse. This is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It's Peter who wrote this to the people of God gathered all around the Mediterranean Sea. And I love it because it's reestablishing for us our higher calling. Don't miss it. But you are a chosen race. He's talking about Christians. God chose us before the foundation of the world to come to faith in His Son, Jesus Christ. You're a chosen race, a royal priesthood. That means a priest is one who serves and proclaims what God has done. A royal priesthood, a what? What kind of nation? A holy nation. He's talking about Christendom. Everybody who believes in Jesus is declared holy and righteous and innocent in the sight of God. So you're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for His own possession. We belong to Christ. He brought us to faith in Jesus through the water of baptism or the proclamation of the word of God. You repented of your sin and you put your trust in Jesus and now you have a new life in him. The greatest declaration that God has made upon your life is not just your name, but your name connected to Jesus. You're a child of God. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amen. That's the greatest declaration anybody could ever make. And have you noticed when you're in trouble, what did your mom say? When you're in trouble, they used your full name, right? Right? I remember when I'd get in trouble. David Jonathan Allman. Do you know what God is saying to me today and you today using your full name? David Jonathan Allman. That's what was said at my baptism. You're my child, God is saying. This is the highest calling you can receive. But not only that, you're a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession. That why? Now, don't miss it. Here it is. If you don't remember anything else I said today, focus in on this. 
chosen race, royal priest, and holy nation of people for his own possession, that you may, what? Go ahead and read it. Proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Do you see it? This is your higher calling. To tell people what Jesus means to you. To always be prepared to give a testimony of the hope that lives within you. To know that realize God's calling upon your life to be his own and to make him known never changes, never quits, spoils, fades, or ends. This is the highest calling of life, to be called a child of God and to make Jesus Christ known. So here it is. Here's the higher calling, to know Christ and to make him known both in word and deed. And you might be saying, well, Pastor Dave, I do that. I believe that, but there may be other things yet to come that Jesus is calling you to. And there may be this discomfort in your heart and soul because you know that you're not doing it. It may be to lead a life group or to be in a life group or to volunteer for ministry. I just talked to one of our guys before church today and he said, we can't get ushers or the ushers don't show up. Folks, we're called not just to worship, not just to connect, but to serve. Are you using your gifts to serve the body of Christ here at peace? Maybe God has called you to, to witness to someone at school that needs Jesus desperately. Maybe he's called you to start family devotions if you haven't done so in the past. Maybe he's calling you to invite that person you've been thinking about for months, maybe years, to church for the very first time. What calling is God placing upon your life? This is the higher calling. It supersedes everything else we've been talking about. And we said that, oh, it's a good calling to be a husband or, or a, a, a wife or a mother or, or a child or a worker, or whatever it is. You see, we take this higher calling and we integrate that into every aspect of life. Where when the Holy Spirit opens the door, oh, what do we do? We tell people about Jesus, man. I, I had my neighbor, this is one of my favorite questions, by the way, no offense to any former Catholics here, okay, but he, he, he said, I'm a former Catholic, and I don't go to church right now. Can you tell me the difference between the Lutheran church and the Catholic church? Oh, I love that question, because I basically was able to tell, well, a lot of times Roman Catholics think that they're getting to heaven by their works, but we believe we're saved, we're put in a right relationship with God, and we're going to heaven because Jesus lived, died, and rose again, and God takes forgiveness and eternal life and offers it to us as a free gift. I always have that testimony ready. Do you? If the Holy Spirit opens the door, have you rehearsed your testimony? And it, you don't have to sound theological. You don't have to sound like a preacher. As a matter of fact, it's better that you don't. All you have to do is say how Jesus has changed your life. What it means to have a faith relationship with Jesus Christ. Do you know what the mission statement of our church is? We say a lot of times when I ask that question, people say worship, connect, and serve. No, 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 no. That's the discipleship process. That equips us for our mission, and the mission is reaching our community with Christ. I preach a sermon like this like twice a year to keep that in front of us at all times because it's so easy for us to slip into what we've always done, kind of like Peter did. Well, I've always been a fisherman. 
I don't know what Jesus is up to. I guess I'll just go fishing. And he forgot about the claim that Jesus had made of the higher calling upon his life. Don't forget it today. I've had the opportunity many times to be at the bedside of people who are ready to pass on. And it's always interesting what they say because they usually have a captive audience. Family members and maybe grandkids from all over the United States maybe descend on that bed to be with grandpa or to be with dad or to be with my husband before he passes on. And so what they say oftentimes is stirring. It's their last testament and will. What do they say? I've heard some incredible things preached a sermon about it about a month and a half ago. What was Jesus' last words before he left planet Earth? Somebody said it. Ryan, did you say that? I love it. I love it. That's right, Josh. And usually because people are just, they're ready to pass on what they say is of utmost importance. So before Jesus left planet earth, he said, here's the higher calling for all of you. Make disciples. Be a witness for me. In Acts chapter 1, he gathers his followers on Mount Bethany. And by the way, that wasn't just the 12. And contrary to what a lot of preachers are preaching today, it wasn't just the 12. It was a whole bunch of people that he gave this commission to, both the apostles and other followers alike. He said, you're to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Jesus was reestablishing the higher calling. And he does the very same thing with us today. So who is it in your life that you see on a regular basis who needs Jesus badly? Folks, don't forget God's higher calling upon your life. Good morning, Pastor Dave. Hey, Kent. Love that message. Thanks, uh, bro. You know, the, uh, the, the whole idea of a higher calling, and I never thought of it before, but when you said that we received our higher calling at baptism, yeah. that really resonated with me. <laughs> and, and how true that is. That's when we become a child of God. Yeah. That's when we are to, from that point on, as soon as we're able to speak, of yeah. course, is to, to glorify his name, to tell others about him, yeah. to, to let others know, yeah. you know, about him. Because there's so many people that unfortunately don't. But one question I had was, what is the, the difference between a, a divine calling and a, a divine obligation? Yeah, I love that. And that came from our producer. Um, I, I love that question because a divine obligation is doing the right thing under the right circumstances. In other words, God presents an opportunity for us to minister to other people, to do the right thing, to to love our neighbor. That's a divine obligation. He's calling us to do that under those circumstances. I, the story that comes to mind from the Bible, of course, is a good Samaritan. The priest and the Levite went by on the other side, didn't fulfill their divine obligation, right? Right. But the Samaritan did by doing the right thing under the right circumstances. So, you it, I kind of say that tongue-in-cheek. We should do the right thing under the wrong circumstances, <laughs> right? That's even more so fitting. So anyway, um, a divine higher calling. 
is obviously the calling that every one of us have as followers of Jesus, to know Jesus and to make him known. And Peter just nails it in 1 Peter 2.9. You're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God for what purpose? To proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. That is the higher calling. And Ken, it was so gratifying for me at the end of the message yesterday where so many people got it. Maybe for the first time, okay, as a husband, as a wife, as a mother, as a father, as a worker, as a boss, as an employee, whatever it is, wherever God has called me, the higher calling upon my life is to share the gospel. Right, right. Right? And that higher calling is always there. All we have to do is is look for it. Like yeah. you said before we went on the air, you know, there's the point where people will say, well, I thought my higher calling was, like for me, being a medic, was okay, that was my higher calling to yeah. do that. But then with myself and my other my peers, we decided, you know what, there's there's got to be more to this. And that calling goes on. And it's not so much that what we're doing for other people, but what we can do to to make him known. And it. so there's a, a big difference. It's like it never stops. Okay, I'm, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've been, I've done my obligation. I'm done. Mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> Au contraire. I you love want it. to keep going. I love keep it because there's always more to that story and more that we can do. And I, I think Kent, that a lot of times we we become, especially under the COVID climate, the political climate we're under. Um, we can just get kind of lost in the forest regarding what that higher calling is. Well, I, I need to be a good citizen and vote, or I need to be a conservative and, and uh, you know, politically or whatever it is. But above and beyond that, God has called us to know him and to make him known. That's right. And, and everything else, everything else is secondary to that. It's and, the purpose of life. <laughs> that's right. And as you said in the sermon, it's not just a pastoral type obligation, no. you know, it's it's all of us. We're all called to do that. Amen. Well, not, again, just a, a wonderful message, and we're looking forward so much to next week, and we hope the folks that are out there that don't have a church home, come on over. Come on over to Peace Church in Arvada and join us at, at 8 o'clock, uh, 9.15 for Bible class, and then 10.30 for our second service. Sounds good. Have a good week. You too. For joining us for peace to you from peace church in arvada colorado if you have no church home we would be delighted for you to join us on any sunday our address is 5675 field street in arvada colorado our services are at 8 and 10 30 a.m bible classes for all ages are at 9 15 a.m you can easily access our sermons online at www peacelutheran.net or at peacearvada at youtube.com Peace to You, in part, is a listener-supported broadcast. If you'd like to sponsor a broadcast in the future, call us at 303-424-4454. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast at no charge to you, contact us at the same number, 303-424-4454. You can access our sermons at any time by going to our YouTube channel, PeaceArvada, YouTube.com. Now, from the entire broadcast team at Peace Lutheran Church in Arvada, 
I am Reuben Hollenbeck, and may the peace of our Lord be with you today and always. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.